Welcome to Iodine Intelligence, empowering intelligent care. Welcome to Iodine Intelligence, empowering intelligent care, a podcast brought to you by the experts at Iodine. I'm your host, Lauren Hickey. Each fall, Iodine hosts a client symposium, Iodine Connect, that brings together leaders in CDI, UM, and revenue to share insights, expertise, and proven strategies for tackling some of healthcare's biggest challenges. For this month's episode, we're bringing you a session from 2023's Iodine Connect. We hope you find this session to be enlightening. I'm Fran Jurek. Um, if you don't know that by now, you've been in your room up until this point, because <laughs> I think I've been in like three presentations, so... Your last chance to, to get me. I think I'm starting to lose my voice. This session is a round, round table. Looks like we're really all around the table, but I think you are. Um, and the goal here is to um, have a little bit more of an interactive conversation. However, we do have three volunteers. Voluntold uh, <laughs> folks who will be sharing, but we do have a microphone in the middle here. I think well, this room is small enough that you could probably stand in the back of the room and just shout out your question if you had it or a comment. Um, but you know, one of the biggest topics in the CDI space is um, in the CDI world, we know what we do really, really well, uh, but a lot of times others in our organization do not. I'll tell a quick story from a few years ago when I was out on the floor sitting side by side with the CDS and there was another nurse dressed in street clothes with a lab coat on, um, also reviewing a record. Turned out they were best friends. One was reviewing record from a UM case management perspective. The other was learning CDI. They did not know what each other did. Why are you looking at it versus why am I looking at it, right? And I'd love to say that years later, we're past that, but I don't really think that's true. And part of it is because as an organization, well, as a profession, we haven't always done a good job of shouting the praises of what we do. And so this is a little bit of an opportunity to learn from each other, from those who have maybe been able to do that, and hear ideas and thoughts from them that may help you uh, elevate your program in your organization. So with that said, uh, our panelist is Cleo um, from Children's and Tess from Hendrick. We're going to let them introduce themselves and a little bit more about their programs, and then we'll jump into some questions. So, Cleo? Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Cleopatra Hyman. I am the Director of Case Management and CDI at Children's National. Um, we are all, of course, all PEDS. Um, so, there 323 beds is what we're licensed to, to, but we can go up to, we can flexibly up to like 350, 360. Um, the CDI nurses are, there's only seven of them and one educator, so a total of eight, eight nurses. Um, we are all RNs, bachelor's prepared, master's prepared. Um, we don't. We work very closely with our coding team. So the coding team, I believe there are 12 of them. Um, and we, our goal is really to try to review 100% of our charts, but that's almost impossible in this day and age. But um, our program has been in effect really since 2009, and it started with really two nurses, and we've grown to now eight. Um, we are in the district, um, so, you know, we're not a state, but we are. Uh, so we, we have to follow rules from Maryland and Virginia and the district. So it's, it's, it's a very uh, eclectic uh, patient review process with our contracts and our, really our peer mix and the metrics that we have to follow, even down to the versions. Um, so yeah, it's really tricky, but thank, thank you for having me. Thank you. 
Hello, I'm Tess Tolentino. I am the um, uh, CDI manager for Henrik Health System. We are we have three hospitals. Um, our main one is uh, um, the Henrik uh, Medical Center North, which is located. I don't know if you can find it in the map in Abilene, Texas. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like our license bed total, like close to what, like maybe like a thousand um, on those three hospitals. Um, the this two are just recently like we did the acquisition probably less than two years ago, and. I don't want, I'm embarrassed to say how many FTEs we have because like Cleo said, they have like, you only have what, 15 or 12? Coders? You said low, only or, or like CDI? Only, yeah. We only have seven. Wow. <laughs> so what is the secret? How we can, you know, capture all those prioritization? Iodine, of course. So can you imagine if I only have six under me with the three hospitals? So um, yeah, so Henrik actually... Um, our hospital it was born 19. I wasn't even born then. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, so um, we are proud to say that, um, you know, the Gallup Exceptional Award, like consistently, what, 17 years in a row? I think this is like an old slide. It says, like, we just celebrated our 98 year birthday. Actually, September 15, we just celebrated our 99, 99. years old birthday. So thank you. You know, what's fascinating about looking at these, you know, in, in the industry, we call these a little bit of called a brag slide, right? You're bragging about your organization. But when you look at some of these awards, there's an assumption when an outsider, a, a customer or a patient looks at it that, wow, this is a great hospital. I want to go there, right? Um, how much of that has been recognized in your organizations as being CDI being a contributor to that? So I'm going to start with the first question. I'll start with Cleo. When you look at what your CDI team does in the organization, how does that get communicated to other areas in the organization so that they understand CDI's impact? So I laugh when you made that comment because a lot of people don't know that CDI exists at children sometimes. Um, but we do, we do try our hardest to provide the um, education back to our physician providers. Um, we have monthly workbook meetings with our data analyst team um, who will pull the data sh and share with our physician champions and our attendings really for the service lines what their metrics are. Um, you know, physicians are very competitive. They want to know what their numbers are. They want to know how can they, how can they improve, how much money can I, more money can we bring in. Um, there's a lot of pressure right now with the, our physician um, team and really just on, on all the departments looking to see how we can strategically grow post-COVID. Um, as everyone else is doing, but it's like in the pediatric world, you know, we're, we're, our numbers are not as vast as some systems because we're only one, um, but it is still important for when, when we're looking at it to say, okay, well, our, our CMI has tanked. Now everyone's paying attention. Like, what happened? Um, when we were doing really well, no one was saying anything. Um, so just looking at that and ensuring that we're educating our CDI nurses to ensure that they're up to date with, with the current really codes and metrics, whatever we need to keep them up to date so that they're able to go out and educate our providers and really be the champion of CDI because they do such great work. Um, it, you know, when we first started the program, people were like, who's this person that's emailing me? The UM has already emailed me. Why is another nurse emailing me? Um, to now they're welcome when they go to huddle, our, phys our physician huddles. Um, we can talk about patients that, you know, like, hey, I see you're taking care of this patient, but you didn't, you didn't say this. What, 
but you just said that you're giving them this antibiotics. Can you can we talk a little bit more about that? Um, we're now getting requests from physicians to say, hey, can you our educator? Can you come and educate us on what we're on? You know, our, to, so we can improve on our metrics. And it's it's really driving force from executive leadership down to now the team, where we're now seeing that uplift in in what CDI is and who we who we really are. Yes. Um, so if you would have asked me that question when I first started CDI, I probably would hide because when I started, I was the first one in our facility. I didn't have any mentor. Andrea was our CSM and like without iodine, I don't know where we're at right now. Like I said, how do I review cases? I don't even know what MCC means. And so everything sounds Greek to me. And then Thanks to, I, I really feel, and I'm not any part financially or anything with iodine, but it's like a great software that had helped us grow. Like I started that many licensed bed, I was by myself. And what's worse is you come in my first day, I told my director, I'm here, what, what, what's my job? I don't know, we're gonna learn this together. Doesn't that setting you up for failure? So that's why iodine, oh. I'm a very devoted iodine customer. <laughs> We've been with iodine um, late 2014. So I think we have all your, um, like all the products, um, except for the Aware UM, and I'm gonna talk to our CFO about that. But um, so like no one, we used to have a query um, driven process, but it's for physicians. And so, and, you know, during our time, we do paper, paper query. Um, so then when a new CFO came and says, okay, this is not going to work, no one measures it. Like we just know at 11 o'clock, all those uh, physicians that are involved in the, the query process, they have this big binder with all the templates. They look at a chart and then nurses, of course, we would say, mm, 11 o'clock is going to query. I bet you it's for BMI because I heard has got a swimming pool that he needs to finish because they get paid that big bucks, right? But no one is following all that metric. So that was actually the goal of our hospital. So then I just would, I mean, really, Andrea's help, like, okay, guided us and everything. So then they started to hear our name. First, we made enemy because those physicians lost their extra income because of us. However, um, when we gave education, we provided them, um, like, what is CDI? I'm like, you know, all, all, all that stuff. So now what we did, and through the help of Biodyne, like, um, I'm like, I used to say, oh, I wish I'm part of that committee because we really need to give our say, you know, our input on this. Now we just have to turn them down because they rely on CDI, our metrics. So I run my report every month, and I share our metrics to, of course, our CEO or CFO, and then um, I shared that I am now actively involved with our um, UM committee, and so that's the, they would only attend if they say, is CDI metrics gonna be on the screen? Because, you know, they, they try to align that to the PEPA report, whatever quality metrics we have, and it's like a, a great feeling when you hear them say our PEPA report, it is great. Thanks to the hard work of, of course, it's not only us, it's really the coders, but you know that you can make that difference. I am, uh, we are also part of the, the compliance committee. It has something to do with the policy and everything. And that's when, where I, um, you know, I introduce a little bit of like the query issues, providers, experiences and stuff. We have a great, we are blessed to have a very, good physician advisor 
So, um, I mean, like escalation policy, I think it's really important that, um, well, if they don't know what CDI is all about, if that sounds great to them, you just step up and introduce yourself. Um, I, I know when I first started, and of course, Fran, my actis, first actis conference was with Fran, but um, like, how, how would we spread the word? Like, no one likes us because physicians, they, but anyway, it, it's just like really. I'm hoping we're no longer the enemy, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but now the buy-in is incredible. We have help with, um, and because of um, iodine metrics, the IMC, I base our physician. I base my our physician education through the most squared conditions. Let's say for this quarter. So if it's sepsis, we provide um, physician education one on one. I like lobby. <laughs> like I went Sometimes to our CMO. To. Yeah. I, CDI needs to be a part of your medical staff newsletter. It worked. I'm telling you, it works. So we contribute every month. And what I put in there is whatever the hot topic this month. There's new. Um, like malnutrition, that is a big opportunity for us. And thanks to iodine is helping us. We are part of the TPC committee. And so we, we found out that um, we need to, our condition model really needs to be updated. So we are losing that, I mean, huge financial opportunity. So now um, I, I provide them the trend. Um, like this is our, our baseline. And this is how we are now with our queries and stuff. Um, what I also did is um, CME. Um, we were approved to provide CME to our physicians. If they are kind enough to stay and listen to us for 15 minutes or so, they can get a CME ethics credit. So That's great. Uh, yeah. You've definitely talked about a lot of different things yeah. you've done. Um, sometimes where CDI fits in an organization organiz from a structure perspective makes a difference. Mm -hmm. Tess, where do you fit in org structure? Um, we are under the umbrella of HIM department. So we have a very, very close, a unique relationship with our coders. And so that is also a great opportunity because um, we don't review OB cases, or at least not yet. <laughs> but, um, but we help them out. Like we have um, monthly meetings. And so if they think like they're, there's like increased retro query, the coders for let's say OB cases. Like we don't do OB, but we help them with the presentation. And then I get my physician advisor to do, like we attend section meetings. Mm -hmm. Like if this is our target OB and then within the section meetings, um, I like doing like a little PowerPoint presentation. And what really works is you use their actual case scenario and then they looked at it and then they say, um, Oh, that's bad. That's my chart. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope you won't repeat it again. But yeah, yeah. but it, it's it's yeah, we're under HIM. But um, I also run um, the report that I run our performance, like our, our CDI report card. I share that to our, the especially um, physicians performance. Um, I share that with um, all the department heads, um, their leads, like what? you said physicians are very very competitive mm -hmm. so if they see oh cardiology this is their query rate well how come infectious disease we're so um, stuff like that so yeah Cleo where do you guys fit? so we're under revenue cycle which is under the CFO um, so we don't have HIM director of HIM but we have HIM department who then reports up through um, the CFO 
Um, it, it, I, it does help us when we're sending because we have to provide metrics on a monthly basis to our providers, but we would also love to have that CMO buy-in mm -hmm. um, to help us with that physician partnership. Because, I mean, when you go look really the population and the, I don't want to age anyone out, but the culture of Children's National, um, a lot of the, the physicians that are not bought into this process of querying and answering a query and really reviewing it from a CDI perspective, which were nurses, um, you know, they're, they're I'm not going to say, say it, but their archaic mindset um, is, you know, don't tell me what to say. Um, versus when we have the newer physicians who are like, oh, what do, what do I need to do? What do I need? How do I, how do I improve? Yeah, tell me what, then we're like, we can't tell you what to say, but um, we can help you, you know, document better. Um, so those are the ones that are really, we're, we're really driving to try to capture and, and engage with. Um, our CDI educator, again, is just one. So right now, we do one-on-one -on -one education with our, our hospitalist team. They're, they're our largest physician group. Um, and they they will get we've gotten it actually down to provider specific, looking at their metric and ensuring that they're looking at seeing we look at it from a this is what you documented, here's when CDR reviewed it, and if we didn't review it, this is what would have went out the door, mm -hmm. and they take it and they're like wow what, what's really and then you know it's word of mouth start talking and then we start getting emails saying hey come and teach me come and tell me. Um, I want to do better. So that's how we really, we've been trying to drive that. But now we're trying to get down to the other services. And we only have one educator. So <laughs> um, that's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's really the other CDI nurses, they're there because we're service-based. So they're the ones that are trying to educate their team. But we, I do it as well from a leadership standpoint. But also it's hard to get it really down to that review because it takes a chart review to get down to, like, okay, this is what we, where you were. And this is where you're at. And this is where you need to be. Uh, so that that's you know we don't have enough bodies to to do it all, but in the perfect world it would be you know one nurse, one educator, one provider. <laughs> so earlier I I made the statement in one of the presentations that when CMI went up, no one congratulated their CDI team for making that happen, but when it went down, you know it was like okay you got to help me. The thing that I find fascinating and everything that you all brought to the table was that the way to gain um, growth or knowledge or um, just a general understanding of what CDI is doing for the organization was actually through your relationship with physicians, right? When you get your physicians engaged and involved in your champions, they're out there actually helping you kind of sell CDI to the rest of the org. And you're all nodding your heads. Um, I have, I, I'm going to give one example and see if this kind of aligns with, with what you're thinking or if you have an example. We have a client who would have loved to be here this week, but unfortunately they still have the travel ban. Uh, they're a large academic on the East Coast. I could tell you the state, but that would give it away. Um, but what, they, what the leader there told me was that they have now elevated their CDI program to the point where if she has to miss a meeting that is not a CDI HIM meeting, it's another you know, organizational meeting, whether it's quality compliance, the physician champions will quote CDI metrics while she's not even in the room. They will speak to the value that CDI is bringing in these other meetings because we've all done this work to make that happen. So I don't know if you have any examples or if anybody in, in the, the group here does, but I'd love to hear if you do because that, I think, is how we translate what we do to other outcomes besides I sent a report. Right, so for, for us, um, we are we have point, a 0.5, I, I say it you know, whispering, but we do have a 0.5 physician advisor position that is shared by three um, pediatricians. 
um, they are actually now the ones presenting to the hospital team. So um, they have we have dashboard now that we didn't have last year. Um, so they're taking that taking that really away from the CDI educator and using that and providing it to their monthly um, provider meeting that they have with the hospital team. So that's one service, and then we can try to. The goal is to try to you know mimic what we're doing with hospitals and take it to all other service lines and have physician champions to speak CDI and alleviating all that, a little bit of that work off of the team. So yes, but that's where we're at today. But more more to come, more growth. Yeah. Um, well, I want to say thank you. We are at time. I know that was quick and short. Uh, definitely want to leave us a room for a minute here if there are any questions from the group. But thank you very much, Tess and Cleo, for your insight and sharing your experiences with us. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Any questions from the group? Anybody want to share anything that's happened in your organization that you were able to help elevate CDI outside of the CDI department? We had one of our, our providers um, who got a report that his length of stay was absolutely horrible. And, uh, we're, you know, he approached the city uh, director, Trish, who's here with me. And uh, we worked with him uh, diligently, but a, a city specialist on that service. And the length of stay improved tremendously. Of course, we know we can't do anything about the actual, but we can, you know, we can sort of help with the expected. And um, just recently, you know, he's going out uh, giving these um, talks to other departments because now they came to him, well, how did you fix that? And, and all he says is, you know what? It's that CDE. They are the miracle workers. When we really bought in and, you know, um, he, we developed a tool where he, um, we could see who is documenting and who is not. And uh, we worked together diligently. And now he is preaching our gospel. And, uh, and it happens to be a surgical service line which we know, <laughs> I happen to be the one over that, so which we know is a little bit difficult, but we have gotten um, so many providers, cardiology, uh, cardiac surgery, and everyone coming over and said, okay, so who's this Trish, and what is this CDE, and how can you help me with mine? So that, that, that's pretty good. That's great. Thank you for sharing. I, th I think the fascinating thing about stories like that is they will never come to us and say thank you. That is the greatest thanks we could get, right, is when they start going and sharing that word with other areas, other departments, other physicians, et cetera. So um, no one's buying us cakes and ice cream at the end of the day. Um, but we know we're doing a good job because we're hearing stories like that. So thank you all again. Thank you to all our listeners for joining us this month. Make sure you're subscribed with Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you like to listen so you never miss an episode. We'll be back next month with another episode. Until then, I'm your host, Lauren Hickey. Thank you for listening.